Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Hello and welcome to the Global Watch. This is the International Prayer Room. It's Sunday the 27th of February and it's 3 p.m. Jerusalem time. And for those who aren't aware, this is the launch of our newest watch. This is the Singapore watch. And it's going to be led today by the Reverend Paul Koo. Diane and I met him last year during the Global Declaration of God's Word. You may have heard of it, it's called Declare. And Turkey joined Declare for the first time in 2021. So thank you, Paul, for inviting us and uh, for the experience. It was wonderful. Paul, we just bless you in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. We bless you that you would know the joy of his presence and that you would experience the fullness of all he has for you in 2022. And we just pass it over to you now. Be blessed and be free to lead as you see fit. God bless you, Paul. Thanks, Vic. And it's such a privilege to, to join with others in the family of God as we uh, await what the Lord is doing in this day and this hour. Just want to quickly introduce the Singapore group that's joining in today. It's part of a kingdom altar that has been established and the focus has very much been on praying from the place of God's revealed identity. So that kingdom identity that he's been leading us into and then praying uh, and interceding for nations from that point of witness or the place of witness of what he's given to us. So I will be sharing a bit about uh, what the Lord has been revealing about Singapore and in particular relating to some ancient name, an ancient name that was captured in some very old maps. And uh, it connects with this whole season of Purim, in particular Esther 9 and this idea of a reversal in a counter decree that's, that's going on. I, I want to be able to anchor on, on that later after, after worship and just help everyone to just come into alignment and then we want to decree and declare uh, God's purposes from there. And when there is a breakthrough in one part of the family, it's really a breakthrough for the whole family. And so we, we want to just extend this grace and anointing and blessing that we've received to all of our family in the Global Watch as we intercede for what the Lord's doing in these end times. At the same time, we, we want to just press in for what the Lord is doing in establishing kingdom highways to Jerusalem. With all that's happening in Ukraine, we know it's facilitating a, a turning of hearts and a re-looking at this aspect of Aliyah. And at a, at, it's also opening up uh, all kinds of ancient strongholds and uh, resistance to the gospel. And it's a shaking that is that the Lord's orchestrating to dismantle demonic global agendas. And we can't really fathom exactly what's happening, but we want to set our eyes, and in, in particular in worship, we want to set our eyes on what the Lord is doing and just call forth that awareness of God who is seated on His throne, accomplishing His purposes through this time of shaking. And we also want to just declare thrones of judgment that are actually being set around the earth to execute His kingdom priorities. Let's just come into a time of worship. Thank you, Father, that you are gathering us as your body and as your bride. We rest in the complete finished work of Christ. We thank you that everything that is needful for 
spiritual transformation and indeed even transformation of nations has been settled at the cross and all divine resource has been given Lord that you are just releasing it through your appointed times and your appointed men and women and so we come to you in faith this evening here in Singapore and in this global watch in Jerusalem at 3 p.m. Lord we, we just thank you that this is a watch that is encompassing the earth and we enthrone you over the circle of the earth thank you Lord Jesus let's declare we enthrone you, enthrone you Lord Jesus we proclaim you are king standing here standing here in the midst of us we raise you up in our praise. We raise you up in our praise of you, God. And as we will build your throne, and as we will build your throne, come, Lord Jesus, set our hearts on you and you. And as we worship, we worship them. Come, Lord Jesus, come, Lord Jesus, we say, Lord Jesus, oh, we say, we come in one accord, Lord, to declare that you alone are worthy, that you are worthy of all praise. We will sing, oh, we set our hearts on you, you were, we set our gaze upon you, on you. Oh yes, Lord, would you release that anointing that was poured out even in Hernhart, Lord, 300 years ago, we ask, day and night, incense would arise across the nations, that, Lord, you would establish your kingdom altars upon the earth, places of revelation, places of sending, that, Lord, there would be a fire that would be burning in our nations of God. We call forth this hour. We call forth your power in this hour. Day and day and night, night and day, let incense. Day and night, night and day, let incense. From the islands, from the nations, all the saints and heirs, the crowns before the land. Father, we just declare you are seated on your throne, and nothing that the enemy can do can thwart your plans, your good plans and purposes for each one of us. But Lord, you're calling us to enter deeper into intimacy with you. You're calling us to leave aside every encumbrance of immaturity and to press in Press into the maturity in Christ. And Lord, we submit to your discipline. We submit to your moves. We submit to how you are causing a breaking of every foundation that can be shaken. That Lord, we can come and truly anchor on the one who is unshakable. And we say, Crown you now, crown you now with man as you're high and lifted up, Jesus, Son of God. Jesus.
We've come in one accord to say, worthy is the Lamb. You've paid the blood price for redemption, worthy your throne. And as we worship you, build your throne. And as we worship your throne, come Lord Jesus and take we proclaim your resurrection lord and your power to save over the nations lord over jerusalem amen 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 yeah heavenly father we thank you for this blessed time of just connecting in spirit and truth into your kingdom purposes for each one of us and for our nations. We thank you that you're doing a new work beyond what we can see and comprehend or even imagine. This is the legacy of the saints. This is the inheritance that you are giving for us to build on, to reveal the kingdom in fullness in this day and hour. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. And I'm going to just be doing a, a short excursion into, I, I just I was mentioning at, at the beginning of this session, some things that the Lord has been revealing over Singapore. And I, I just want to invite you to receive this as a breakthrough understanding that relates, uh, if you're from an, a, a nation that's an island nation, I, I believe this breakthrough is especially uh, for you as well. But as we are connected as one family, that the Lord is wanting us to be able to see the breakthroughs that are happening across the family and come into the revelation in, in faith to see that breakthrough that is 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 a gift and anointing that is is being received in one place can also be received in our situations in our own nation. This is a very precious revelation that the Lord has been building on year. And in fact, it was in our fourth Jubilee, Singapore was founded by the British in 1819. And in 2019, a lot began to speak very clearly about uh, reclaiming some of the ancient roots that went all the way back to the first, second century BC, when in preparation of these highways that would receive the gospel as Jesus came and then was died and was was resurrected and then the gospel that then swept through the whole earth went through the ancient Silk Road but also the maritime Silk Road for which Singapore is an island so this is something in in the context of the maritime east gate and I just want to anchor this with Luke 4 verse 5 when Satan took Jesus up to a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. He, what was he seeing at that point? And there was something in the east and Singapore was at that point in time actually a, a kingdom. It was known as the Sabara Emporium. And this is a map by Ptolemy in uh, 141 AD. But of course, it's representing the known world at that time which was building off Greek uh, cartographers. So on a whole legacy of cartographers, he, he compiled them all together into uh, this geographia, which I think was spanning five different volumes. And he was he invented this co the coordinate system that we still use in the world today. So this th these maps that he came up with, which was compiling no knowledge at that time, were used for the next 1500 years, all the way into the 15th, 16th century. In, in these maps, there was a place named for Singapore called Sabara, and it was known as Sabara Emporian. And interestingly, just prior to that point, 
something like the second century BC, uh, there were two great empires that had come up about the same time. One was China, and we see China in the news a lot as a rising superpower. And then we see the Roman Empire. We know that Britain and then subsequently Europe and of course the US have been from the Roman Empire. It's really interesting how we seem to be circling back to these two great foundational empires. And, and this was all the way back in the second century BC. China was coming together under the Han Dynasty, Han Empire in 206 BC to 220 AD. And there were two great uh, trading routes that opened up because these were two building empires. The Romans were great at building and so were the Chinese with the Great Wall of China. And we can see lots of evidence of the ancient maritime Silk Road also coming up about that same time uh, in 27 BC, Augustus, you know, in the time of Augustus, there were something like 120 ships that were sailing every year from Myos Hormos in Roman Egypt to India along these maritime Silk Roads. So everything was set up for the gospel and to be released to the nations when Jesus. And so just as a quick summary, there were two great highways, two great building empires, east and west. It was a two year overland journey and that compelled many to seek out this maritime route. And back again to Luke 4 verse 5, when Jesus was being given to see this, I believe uh, he was seeing all of these kingdoms in that connected form. And it is it, it is something of what what I what I received from that was that later in Luke four when he when Jesus comes back after the temptation comes back into Galilee and, and particularly to Nazareth and he begins to read from the scroll of Isaiah and Isaiah sixty one I believe that proclamation was really a proclamation of a, a a jubilee of the nations and not just relating to Israel of course that's the primary fulfillment but that it was over all the kingdoms of the world that would be transferred uh, to him so this is a something that we've been chewing on and as the Lord was leading me into just looking into this particle place name and the implications of a jubilee, a, a, a jubilee, a season of jubilee as it were from Isaiah 61. He, he led me to this interesting research piece that was done by Malaysia, that's our neighbor in Singapore, and the University of Malaya was tracing these place names of Ptolemy and they couldn't place exactly all these other places except for Sabara and Poran and as as they could only confirm that Singapore was Sabara, that, that is a witness of a very high order. One of the things that was very significant about this particular place name is that it refers to a breakpoint of traveling from the seas from India towards China and then because of the shift of the monsoon seasons and because it was not possible to travel from one part of Asia to the other in just one sailing season, it necessitated a stopping place. And so Sabara became a kind of like a break point, a natural boundary line. And um, Singapore has been known to be one of the oldest capital cities of Southeast Asia. And it's been said to be older than Jakarta, Ayutthaya, which is in Thailand, Manila and Yangon. And it's an ancient gate. And so as we are proclaiming from an identity from this ancient gate, I just want to just bring an awareness that this is something that the Lord had seen and proclaimed Jubilee over. And we want to walk in that same Jubilee call to speak His purposes from this 
very place, this ancient gate of an island nation that straddles or that sits in the middle of this maritime Silk Road to proclaim God's purposes and his highways to be raised up. You might be familiar with Solomon's maritime exploits in 1 Kings 9 and 10, and it was largely sailing through the Indian Ocean all the way to the East Gate nations, Korea and Japan. And uh, interestingly, after the flood, it, it turns out that because of a particular geological process of the waters of the earth actually being warmer than what is about 10 degrees warmer, there was lots of evaporation and, and it came down as rain on the continental land masses. But because of that cloud cover, the continental land masses were a lot colder and so it came down and became ice on the continental land masses. But because of this particular process, the water levels or the sea levels actually dropped to the point where the whole, as you can see here, the whole of Southeast Asia was actually connected, Taiwan and China, Japan and Korea. There is this interesting picture of how the Lord orchestrated the seas as a gate of time. So after the flood, the waters went down for a while for a few hundred years, you can see the land migration all the way to Australia and New Zealand. And then this process began to reverse that the, the evaporation from the seas was reduced, cloud cover was reduced, there was more melting of the ice on the continental land masses and a refilling of the earth back. So this particular geological process is quite well established and that's what is described as the ice age. But it's a fascinating picture of how the maritime lands and in particular these gateway nations, witnesses of boundary lines that God has set through the millennia, through time, and orchestrating something that's way beyond what we can understand, but facilitating the connection of nations and in our time, a connection as one, one family. I'm not going to go into very much detail, but just to now zoom in on this name, Sabara, and what does it mean? I was researching and it turns out that, it's, that there is a meaning in Arabic, to endure, to persevere, persistence. In Hindi, that's in India, sufferance, having great patience. In Malay, which is the regional language here, it means patience, having patience. But what was most interesting was that the, there was a meaning in Aramaic, which was a global language for about 4,400 years. And I've been doing some of my own amateurish research, but from what I could find, Sabara in Aramaic actually means hope. And it's and because these, this is a sister language to Hebrew, I was able to then look into the biblical text to see where exactly these boundary lines fell in relation to this name. So this name was captured in Greek. It doesn't have a meaning in Greek. So it's clearly a place name. And the name is has a meaning in Aramaic and can only be decoded in the Hebrew. These three languages that are used in the Bible somehow are used to decode this particular meaning of Sabara. I'm just going to be leading us now into a time of prayer from this standpoint because I am... Yeah, the sense I have is that we want to declare from a place of revealed identity and speak into the purpose of God from what He is showing from that place of revelation. Some of the broader senses of Sabara actually speak of ships being broken by the wind. Just now you saw how they would be, they would have to break journey in, in this particular gate, gateway nation because of the winds. But the ships were actually broken if they were traveling in the wrong direction. In Ezekiel 27, it speaks of ships actually being broken as they were traveling east. It's also used to describe a natural boundary, a trading center to buy and sell corn. And interestingly, Isaiah 66, 9, 
an expectant waiting for the realization of what must certainly happen when it's declared shall I cause to break open the womb and not cause to bring forth this breaking is also one of a birthing and here we also see a breaking of revelation as in the case of Judges 7.15 of a dream into the earthly realm through interpretation so there is there are many dimensions of breaking and in all there are 236 instances in nine different word forms and so I'll be just leading in, leading us into speaking into releasing this rhema from this gateway nation into the nations for these this is how I'm gonna do it I'm just gonna share briefly on five different key aspects and then I'm just inviting you to declare these scriptures together and we want to as one voice with heaven release divine resources and mandates for this time that is coming uh, upon nations okay so this first cluster of meanings in the 236 mentions actually refer to this process of buying selling and grain and from Genesis 41 to 47 there are 21 mentions of this term that is, is actually the root for Sabara and, and we see here the famine was over the face of the earth and then when the storehouses were opened and this word starts to play in and it speaks of a selling of, of food that begins and so the dream that Joseph had which was finally interpreted for Pharaoh only began executing when um, when Joseph opened the storehouses and that was when this particular breakthrough anointing began to find its real world fulfillment and we were talking about not just physical food although that is on the horizon we're also speaking spiritual food in the time of spiritual famine the second aspect has to do with how the words grain buy and sell are interchangeable and how Egypt became a place or, or this place where, where grain was received and traded became the trading floor of the nations and where they had to exchange the things that were precious to them for survival and so on so they traded their, their livestock they traded they even traded their freedoms this is a great when we talk about revival in the end times we are really speaking about the trade of uh, our life for in exchange uh, for what Christ is giving us it's a spiritual inheritance that we are primarily receiving for a material resource that we possess and so it's a trading that's going on and finally there is this transfer of wealth that's happening of course we are praying into a spiritual transfer of souls from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light so I'm just going to lead us into a proclamation of this representing Singapore and those of you from Singapore we are standing in witness to uh, a revelation of God's breaking in to space-time history in these end times breaking in of divine design through a Joseph anointing so father uh, we come in agreement as one voice with heaven to release divine resources and mandates for food in a time of famine and even as we see shaking with Ukraine and the specter of some kind of impact on food prices Lord we just want to proclaim that there will be sufficient food a spiritual and natural in a time of famine and that you will preserve your people and cause a multiplication of every resource and so we declare in accordance with Genesis 41:56. let's declare together the famine was over all the face of the earth and Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to the Egyptians and the famine became severe 
in the land of Egypt. And we thank you, O God, for Genesis 42 2. Indeed, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down to the place and buy for us there that we may live and not die. We thank you, God, that you are opening up a trading floor for the nations, especially those that have been walking in some kind of compromise. But Lord, you are bringing us into that valley of decision for this very purpose that we would see what is of eternal significance and we would choose this day whom we would follow and come into that complete exchange with you for the things that cannot perish and that have eternal value. And we thank you, O God, for Genesis 47, 14. And we speak this from Singapore that there will uh, be a transfer of wealth, principally of spiritual wealth and of souls into the kingdom of God. And we just speak a release of a Joseph anointing over everyone here in this gathering. But as we represent the body of Christ in the nations, Lord, we call forth a release of this breakthrough anointing for an apprehension of divine design to see your plans and purposes executed and for, for a, a plan of salvation to be released upon the earth in Jesus' name. I just want to invite any one person to, if, if you feel that this is something that the Lord's been speaking on, to just proclaim this as well. So this um, is... Can I, sorry. Uh, brother, I'm from Australia and we actually... So declared the same thing yesterday was our national day of prayer as a nation and we were declaring and decreeing that our nation is also a joseph nation amen and amen connected the maritime gate and the ancient gates i believe through those silk routes we've been connected in those tradings so i just want to declare the same anointing that we agree with you and we release that and we pray that in these times that we will be part of Joseph Nations to provide grain, wealth, and food in the time, both all the things, Lord, of spiritual, as well as material, as well as help in time of need, a refuge for nations as well. So I want to just agree with you and declare that covenantal blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Lord, that we receive that anointing and that blessing, and we release that in Yeshua's name. Amen to Israel and to all the nations of the earth. Amen. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for that. The, the second cluster of meanings for Sabara have to do with an establishing of kingdom altars. And so we see uh, all these words that speak of a breaking down of corrupt pillars, sacred pillars of all these evil altars. So Father, we come uh, before you in agreement and with one voice with heaven, we, we just want to speak into a release of this anointing for an establishment of kingdom altars. We, we respond to this grace that is being poured out in, 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 in history through the Moravian uh, movement with that 300th anniversary of Hern Hut, Lord. And we, we just want to speak this word into being that indeed uh, we will be a people who will not bow down uh, to the gods of Egypt and Babylon, nor serve them. And we will completely break down these sacred pillars and we will see a breaking of evil altars. We declare, Lord, that the broken systems of man um, cannot hold water. And as we see much of, of the body of Christ having our, our confidence and our trust are hinged on the systems of men. Lord, we thank you that you are revealing that these systems are broken so that we can come in repentance and really anchor back on you. And we thank you, O God, for Psalm 37, 17, where you declare that the arms of the wicked shall be broken and that you uphold the righteous. And so we release 
this grace for breaking in of kingdom altars on the earth, a revelation of your divine law in a way that we've never seen before. Uh, can I just invite uh, anyone else who resonates with this particular aspect of kingdom altars to just speak this into the atmosphere as well? I'd like to add my research in praying for Indonesia. It was the sultans who made trade agreements to bring in Islam and has made gates that are still open in the spirit. And this is an important thing to realize that um, these gates have been made and the sultans need to break them as well. So it's an important part for prayer. Hmm. Would you be able to lead us in um, well, some, yes. some way? Yeah. We first of all declare that the Lord hmm. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is Lord and Sultan and Emperor and King of all the nations. And we just thank you, Lord, that trading has happened in unrighteousness as well as righteousness. So, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pull down the evil altars that have brought in other gods and have held sway to prevent the minds of people and build up strongholds of fear and culture that prevents the, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ being heard. So, Lord, we come against those powers and we speak love. We speak the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we speak the power of the gospel, Lord, that cannot be thwarted because it is built on the love of the Father who sent his only begotten Son that none should perish. And this is our declaration. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 This third dimension of Sabara or Shabbat has to do with judgment released on strongholds. And we can see Exodus 9 with, with the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh that he might demonstrate his power. And we know sometimes we, we struggle with why evil is so persistent, but God is also demonstrating something because he wants to change our hearts in response to him to to see who he really is and to recognize his power and his sovereignty over all things and the judgments of god the judgments on egypt the judgments on babylon father we we come in agreement with what you establishing someone to the thrones that are set in the thrones of judgment that are being set over jerusalem over israel and over the nations lord we thank you that you are the one who is using these these shakings to turn the hearts of men and to cause uh, us to to come in repentance before you in the spirit of elijah turning the hearts of fathers to children and us as children to you heavenly father so we just speak a breaking off of these these false alliances and false identities with the things of the world we thank you god that you are purifying and sanctifying and moving us in that maturing journey Amen. Uh, anyone like to respond to this aspect? Hefley had yes. her hand raised, um, Paul. Oh, okay. Yes. Hepsi, yes. 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 Um, just got this impression. Heavenly Father, I, I stand here um, in the Eastern Gate. 
of the maritime and Singapore. And Lord, you have showed me that the Eastern people have um, bought the lie of the enemy that have blinded the eyes and the minds of the people of the East to think that a Christian Western religion. Father, we have bought those and you are all of the universe. You you were born Middle Eastern. So we open the gates of the east, we open the eastern gates to Shia. See him as the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's the God of the West and he's the God of the East. Father, we thank you for our Western brothers and sisters. Amen. I think she's been cut off somehow. Anyone else like to, to pray on this? You let to? Hepsi, are you still on? Okay, I, I think somehow the connection is... Find those lies and deceptions and we break them right now in the name of Yeshua. And Father, we take them wholesale that you were a Jew born in Jerusalem and in the Middle East and we receive you as uh, the Lord and Saviour of our nation in Singapore and among the Chinese, among the Southeast Asian nations and of all the nations in the Eastern Gate. Father, we thank you for your truth. Your truth sets us free completely and we are free to choose. The people of the East are free to choose uh, uh, Yeshua as our Saviour, Lord and mm -hmm. Saviour in the mighty name of Yeshua. Amen. 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 Thanks, Hepsi. Uh, Hillary. No, I was, I was born in England. And as you were speaking about the Egyptian and other gods, I would just like to repent on behalf of the nation of my birth for the transport of the Luciferian gospel through Freemasonry on so much of these maritime voyages. And it ended up with altars of the shedding of innocent blood. It ended up with altars of immorality and rape and so much dishonor of the humanity and the people in the different islands throughout and the enslavements. And I want to ask the Lord Jesus today to divinely intervene. And for these altars of evil that have been spread throughout the nations, particularly through the maritime passage of all these ships that have come through to the east and even the way down through to Australia, the very beginnings of our Australian debacle, really, of, of the first fleet and the treatment of the Aboriginal women and so on. Father, we just bring so much grief before your throne of grace that the whole attitude of mammon the whole attitude of coming to take and to occupy and to possess which is not of your kingdom lord jesus and yet they came with the gospel at the same time the true gospel of the lord jesus christ and i just want to repent of this total mixture I want to pray for your pure, true kingdom coming, your will being done. And we seek you, Jesus, first as our king, our king of righteousness, and that you would establish your righteousness and justice where there's been this whole underbelly of evil that has been seeded 
and that has been given legal authority. And we thank you, Father, for exposing these manipulations of this witchcraft and control and all the different levels of the occult Lord that have been opened or even um, entered into with what was already on the land in these different places. And that, Father, there would be a mighty cleansing, purging and purifying healing of the land and of the people and of the cities and these nations. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you. There is another um, cluster or aspect of identity in, in Sabara and has to do with the sound of Jubilee. There is this, in some of you who may be familiar with the shofar, there's a shofar sounding called the shevarim, which is the three medium wailing sounds that the breaking sound. And there is one mention in scripture in, in Joshua 7.5 that speaks about this a complete melting of hearts and a breaking and a turning. And it is the sound of the shofar that is being released as the sound of jubilee. The word jubilee itself is, is the sound of the shofar. We, we want to just declare divine reversals. Uh, Judges 7.15, interestingly, it is in verse 14, it says, His fellow answered and said, This is nothing save the sword of Gideon, for into his hand has God delivered Midian and all the host. The dream was spoken, and it was with the interpretation, verse 15, with the interpretation that he worshipped, returned to the camp and said, Arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian to your hands. And it is this, this breaking in of revelatory into the transformation realm on the earth that is is really what the Lord is releasing through that sound of Jubilee. So we see this again mirrored in Judges 7.20. Again, the same word is used. The three companies blowing their trumpets and then breaking in one accord, breaking the pitches. And at the same time as they break the pitches, there's a release of sound and a release of light. And as this breaking of a sound of Jubilee, there is also the light of the kingdom that is being released in that prophetic, prophetic witness of the kingdom. In, in battle. So Father, we, we want to come in agreement with what you are doing in the heavenlies. You are orchestrating a, a breaking sound, a sound of jubilee across the nations. We ask that you would give us the eyes to see what you are doing and not be disturbed by the nature of the storm, but Lord, to know that indeed it is your appointed time uh, for a breakthrough in battle and that you are the one who's leading uh, this move in the nations and that you are certainly uh, going to be revealing yourself both in a dream and in the interpretation of that dream. And so we thank you for divine reversals that you are going to be breaking through that sound of Jubilee. And we see also the sound of Jubilee in the voice of the Lord. Isaiah 29 verse 5, how the Lord breaks the setters and the splinters the setters of Lebanon. He breaks the heads of the sea serpents of Leviathan. He breaks the gates of bronze and cuts the bars of iron in two. And then he speaks and raises up Cyrus to subdue nations, loose armor of kings, and to make the crooked places straight and to break in pieces the gates of bronze and to cut the bars of iron. So Father, we just thank you and we come in agreement with a release of end time mandates and anointing for divine reversal to announce the fullness of Isaiah 61, the restoration of your plans and purposes, your good plans and purposes for nations and for peoples, for tribes and tongues. Can I just invite anyone who wants to respond in this particular revelation to just speak into this? <laughs> ארזי, קח את השובר, 
כל מי שסוגר מסגרת וכל דלת שאתה רוצה שתיפתח, תיפתח. תודה לך, אדוני, על שבר ואתם אחזיר אדוני. Amen. Shall we, shall we have sh- anybody with a shofar and you let to blow? Let's sound together with Hillary. Thank you. I'm also going to blow mine. <coughs> Me too. Amen. Yes, Lord, we just witness to you as Adonai Severot, you are the one who is calling us to your side. You're not concerned with which side we are on, but you're just calling us to come into alignment with what you are doing. And we, we come into that alignment with your call, your shofar call to the nations uh, to come into that place of refuge in you. And finally, there's this aspect of divine restoration in, the, in breaking breaking forth on the earth as cities of refuge. And we know this is so needed now. Exodus 34, there's this a restoration of broken laws when even though we've been given precious revelation, but we've messed up and, and we've just so quickly broken the very precious thing is given. God restores that and gives us something uh, fresh. Isaiah 61 verse 1, he heals the brokenhearted. Isaiah 38, 18, this David himself argues, Father God, would you preserve my life? Because here in, in life, I, I can still celebrate and, and give you praise. And interestingly, in 2019, uh, Singapore celebrated our fourth jubilee. And they didn't know this, but there was a, a national celebration. And the title of the celebration was called the Celebration of Hope. So it, it was just like a, a confirmation that the Lord was saying, Indeed, Singapore, I prepared you as a witness to the nations and bring this message and sound that shofar and pro- proclaim a breaking forth of cities of refuge. And, and that is something we're contending for as well in Singapore, that, that we would be a model and we would walk as, as a, an example of how uh, a city of refuge could be established for the end times. So anyone like to pray into this? Yeah, I'd just like to open this last segment of uh, scripture. Lord, we... I just okay. can't remember the scriptures, Molly here, but where the Lord says to take care of the refugee, the the foreigner in the midst of us, and to take care of them as in as a blessing in Deuteronomy. So I just want to declare that that as nations we will, Father, be mindful of receiving and taking care of the refugee, the foreigners in our midst, O oh Lord, and being a nation that will bring them into the understanding of the gospel and preach the gospel and take care of the poor and the needy, the fatherless, the homeless, the orphan and the widow in our midst, oh God, and be nations of refuge and give shelter and and, uh, decree that Isaiah 61 and even uh, Isaiah 58, the fast that that pleases the Father, that the nations and the hearts of the nations will be open to that, Father God, and we will, we will become those nations where, Lord, more and more people will see the ecclesia, the church of Jesus Christ rising up in compassion and mercy of the Father and, and fulfilling Isaiah 61 and give hope to the hopelessness that people have come into because of COVID and other calamities of the pandemic. Many are brokenhearted. Many are without hope. So we proclaim and declare, Father God, that through this gate and through this time, there is a restoration of the kingdom of God. And we declare that we are becoming nations of hope in Jesus' name. And we bless Singapore. We bless Lord and thank you for what you have done there. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
Just a reminder, Paul, if you'd like to do communion, we're almost out of time, but we can stretch it a little if you'd like to do that. Yeah, we're going to do communion. And uh, can we just declare this final scripture, Esther 9, 1, uh, together? Yeah, and in, in the context of this Purim, this season of Purim. And, and Vic, would you like to lead in, I don't know, would you be okay to lead us in communion? Yeah, happy to do that, Paul. Thanks. Okay. So let's just declare Esther 9.1. In the 12th month, the month of Adar, on the 13th day, the time came for the king's command and his decree to be executed. On the day that the enemies of the Jews had hoped to overpower them, the opposite occurred in that the Jews themselves overpowered those who hated them. Thank you, Lord, indeed, that it is our hope in you that you are releasing as an overcoming grace in reveal what is in heaven, the pattern that's in heaven, your divine law, divine design, judgments, reversals, and restoration, and that you are most certainly breaking that into the earthly realm, and you're releasing that to your saints. And we Thank you for this overcoming grace for each one of us, but we speak specifically into the persecuted church and those that are in the front lines facing off all kinds of violence and trauma and, and trials. Oh God, we just ask uh, that you would release this grace for multiplication, for revelation, for breakthrough in these situations across across Eastern Europe, across, across the Middle East, especially in Jesus' name. Yeah. We had a couple of requests, Paul. Would it be possible for you to send this PowerPoint presentation to uh, the Global Watch so people could download it and uh, use yeah. it again? That's great, thanks. Okay, if you would just stop the share so we get everybody on screen, that would be lovely. Great, thank you. So if everybody has their elements to hand, this would be a lovely opportunity for the family of God to come together uh, and especially coming together with our brothers and sisters in Singapore. So we welcome you from Singapore, all of you who are joining us. We thank you for this opportunity to break bread and to take the wine with you. So as the body of Christ, as his ecclesia, Jesus gave us this command to, to break bread and to remember him as we do. So we take this bread in remembrance of the one who makes all things possible, of the head of the family, of our elder brother, our king, our savior, whose body was broken for us. So in remembrance, we break this bread and share together as the body of Christ. Amen. And as a declaration that we are all of one blood, we take this cup, the cup of the new covenant, anointed by the Lord Jesus himself, his sacrifice for all of us. We welcome you, Singapore. Together, we are the body of Christ, yeah. the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, everyone from uh, Singapore. It's been a delight to have Singapore with us. And we look forward to uh, many more sessions with you. It's been a really great session. Thank you for um, taking the time to, to prepare and bring to us such a great insight into not only Singapore, but this global route that has been so critical in taking the gospel and other things around the world. So you've given us many great prayer points uh, to pray into, Paul. And we look forward to getting hold of that presentation so we can continue to pray into it. So everybody, if you'd unmute, let's bless Singapore as the body of Christ. We bless you, Paul. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.